At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Whoever said that money can't buy happiness, obviously hasn't experienced being poor in their lifetime. As for me, I grew up either begging on the side of the street or scavenging the trash can for any kind of food. It was horrible. But at that time, I didn't care about my health or any diseases I could get if I ate out of the garbage because the main goal of my everyday life was to survive. I lived with people who weren't my real parents at the time. They were nice for taking me in, but that's all there is. They waited until I could speak, walk, and think for myself before abandoning me like my original parents did. I still live with them, though, but they never take care of me. Talk about neglect and child labor. They'd only spare me a glance if I brought home enough coins from begging or if they wanted to use me so they could get money. They weren't the nicest people, and honestly, I was getting sick of it. When I was only three years old, my foster mom already started putting makeup on me because apparently I was an ugly baby, and she was scared she'd be associated with my ugliness. Frankly. I should have been the one who's scared. At that time, I realized that my foster parents had just enough money for themselves, but weren't very willing to spend it on me. But I guess I can understand. I wasn't their real kid anyway. I saw my foster mom's makeup collection, though, and it was either free samples, cheap, unbranded makeup, or something she fished out of the trash and thought was still good enough to use. Growing up in that kind of environment has put me in a state of routine, where I would put makeup on myself just because I got used to her doing it to me. It felt like disobeying her if I didn't. I used it, too. Whenever I beg on the side of the street, because, what do you know, more people give money if they find you pretty. I wasn't very fond of the red lips and all, but if it was enough to make a living, then I'd happily go for it. Unfortunately. Some mean girls who were the same age as me thought I was some threat to them. Me, a poor person who literally has nothing else but coins people give me, thought I was a threat to their little squad of pettiness. It was horrible. They offered me a bottle of water, but not in a way that you'd expect. They poured it over my head while one of them held me down and wiped all my makeup away to reveal to everyone that I was ugly. Ugh, what kind of makeup is this? It's probably expired, too. You think you're so pretty. Well, you're not. Everyone just sympathizes with you because you're poor. Duh. Maybe that was the whole point. I didn't say that out loud, though. Who knows what they'd do if someone like me, who didn't go to school at all, was actually smarter than them. After that horrible event, I just stopped wearing makeup overall. Despite being nonchalant over it, it was a pretty traumatic experience for me. My mom had told me to get my own anyway, and there was no way in hell I'd buy something like that over my own food. Things just started looking up for me when some guy in a suit had approached me when I was doing my daily begging. 
I was being nice to him only because he looked rich and that maybe, just maybe, he'd give me a few hundred bucks. It's you, the guy mumbled to me. Pardon? It's you. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. You're their long-lost daughter. You can just imagine how confused and lost I am at the man's words. I even thought he was crazy. I was about to run away from him before he stole all the coins in my cup, but before I could do that, he held up a photo of a family. You see, when my foster parents had taken me in, I was already a year old. At least, that's what they told me. Sir, how do you know? That's literally a one-year-old kid. I'm already... Sixteen. You're sixteen years old, aren't you? That convinced me to at least have a more in-depth conversation with him. At a public place, of course, he let me choose a restaurant, and whatever it was that I wanted to get, he'll pay for it. And it's just like that did the stars align. He asked me if I remembered anything from that time, and when I said I had foster parents who told me about it, he decided to see if our stories matched. Sure enough, it did. My foster parents didn't want to let go of me without getting some sort of compensation, so when they got what they wanted, it was so easy for them to let go. No emotional attachment whatsoever. It hurt me, honestly, but things were better this way. From rags to riches, literally. My parents were royalty, and they welcomed me so warmly and promised to make up for the years they lost me. To them, that meant spoiling me and giving me whatever I wanted. As their one and only princess, they wanted me to live the life that I was supposed to live ever since I was born. It didn't take long before I was attending a really nice and expensive school. People were nice to me, sure, but only when they found out about my family background. But I've always wanted friends, so, you know, I was just taking whatever I could get. Within half a year, my popularity has boosted among my peers, and even though a lot of people liked me, it was inevitable to have people that hated me, too. That includes Megan, who used to be a popular girl before I arrived. My arrival at the school changed everything for her, including her crush, who used to like her back, but now liked me instead. She hated me for it, and therefore was very mean to me. I lived in the slums of the city back then, so even if I had mellowed down from being a fierce girl to a more soft-spoken one, I could still stand my ground if she ever tested me. Prom was right around the corner, which meant it was hate season for Megan because, again, her crush had decided to ask me instead of her. Who was I to refuse? And I really liked him, too. He's so nice and such a gentleman. And everything else you could ask for in a guy. He was so happy, too, when I accepted his offer. I was a little bit nervous when prom night rolled around. I've watched enough movies to know that someone was bound to mess up the popular girl or embarrass her in front of everyone by people who hate her. I was scared that might happen to me, too. But my date kept reassuring me that I have him and he'd be by my side no matter what. Even though I have agreed to go with him, I haven't explicitly told him that I liked him. And I planned that if things go well tonight, I'd confess. Well, prom night went a little too well. Not only did we win prom king and queen, Megan also managed to embarrass herself in front of everyone rather than me. Because of a plan that had backfired, 
It was a very happy night, if you can imagine. Everyone cheered for my date and I when we came up on the stage and had crowns put on our heads. They were so happy that we had won, and so was I. I decided that it was the perfect time to let him know my true feelings. Hey, I've been meaning to tell you something. Yeah? He turned to me with a wide smile. I like you a lot. The way he pulled me into a hug said everything he needed to say. I like you too. Kiss, 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 the crowd cheered. He asked me if it was okay, and when I said yes, we gave the crowd what they wanted. For years we remained together, and even though we had our ups and downs, we still managed to keep the love alive. He proposed to me not long after. I was happy and excited because here I am, engaged to the man I love. Happy days indeed. But they didn't last for long. Who knew Megan was still so obsessed with my fiancé and wanted to ruin our lives that badly? I received an anonymous package on our doorstep the other day. My fiancé was out and working while I stayed at home. I know, I know, it was dumb of me to open that package, but in my mind, I thought it would be harmless. That package ruined my life and my face. I was really unsure of what was inside, so I was trying to get a closer look. But when I opened it up, it exploded. And my face was the first thing it hit. It had glitters and everything, but the impact of it was the one that dealt a firm blow to my skin. My face was either covered in glitter or experiencing some sort of harmful reaction from whatever chemicals that were in there. I was rushed to the hospital, and when the doctor revealed my situation to my fiancé, he was not happy about it. I had hoped that it wouldn't change our relationship, but it did. And it changed for the worse. I knew he was having an affair with someone else, and it hurt me so bad. I often wondered why he wouldn't just break up with me since that just makes things easier. But when his brother reached out to me, I realized his true goal, my family's money. His brother had reached out to me and admitted that he felt guilty about what my fiancé's doing and basically confirmed that he was cheating on me and was now only using me for money. He said that he had always been in the shadow of his brother and now he wanted to change that starting with me. He didn't pressure me into canceling the wedding. He was too nice to do that and basically just helped me weigh my options if ever I did back out. We spent some time together just hatching a plan before my wedding day, and over those few days, I realized how different he was compared to my fiancé. He was so much nicer and kinder, and when he offered to take me away from the wedding and my fiancé, I knew he was someone I could trust. But still, there was so much at stake. And only during the wedding day did I come to my senses and realize that I'd be dumb if I willingly married someone who was only using me for my money. So I left my fiancé, or ex-fiancé, at the altar. His brother, still up until that day, waited for me to change my mind. The way his face lit up when he saw me run out in my wedding dress with my bouquet and everything was the only thing that helped me confirm that I was doing the right thing. I hopped into his car and together we drove away. 
My parents had tried to reach out to me throughout the whole day, but I was too scared to pick up their calls. And when I finally did, my life that I was trying to pick back up crumbled once again. I knew we were having money problems, but they always reassured me that they could handle it. I didn't think that they were going completely bankrupt, but apparently, we were. And now, in order to save their company, I have to marry the richest guy at my school. And sadly, he is not the man I ran away with. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.